Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. This is your host, Nadia Fleury, and this is episode number 10, your list of needs. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world, eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to love yourself back to life. Before I go in details with this episode, I would like to mention that there is a change in the episode format. I had many requests to discuss more in detail about entrepreneurship and skincare. To allow some times for the creation of these shows, I will be reducing the Love Yourself Back to Life from three to one episode per week. The episode will be released on Monday and will last between 15 to 20 minutes. And now, let's get started. Not long ago, I was listening to Oprah on YouTube and she was telling one of her story as how she progressed in her career and how some people would say to her, oh my God, you are so full of yourself. And she said, yes. Absolutely. You have to. It is your responsibility to be full of yourself. For the longest time, being full of yourself was considered negative, like being a prima donna. But her point of view made sense when she explained that only when you are full of yourself, only then will you be able to give from your overflow. When you are committed to your happiness, you find within you peace. You are in a place of abundance and joy. You stand tall. You have things to offer and give rather than taking away or diminishing yourself. There's a reason as to why on the plane it says put your own oxygen mask first before helping others. We tend to wanting to save others first. But in the process of doing that, you know, like putting the oxygen mask on others first, you may save maybe one or two people. However, if you do take the time to put your oxygen mask on first, you may save 20, 50, or thousands of people. So why am I saying all this is because this leads me to talk about your list of needs. While Bill Sterley was coaching me, he saw how much I was struggling with my emotions and he gave me some homework. He gave me a list of needs. I had to identify 20 of them that were the most important to me and they were identified in order of importance. And then what I had to do with the once I'd figure out what were my needs was to explain how I feel when they are not met and explain how I feel when the needs are met. Interestingly enough, out of 20 needs, 14 of them were not met, which explained why I was struggling with my emotions. The thing is, once you identify what you want, you can then go after your goals in your life. You can go about to satisfy your needs rather than stifling them out or ignoring them. The cool thing is, when you get to share your list of needs with your partner, both of you get to grow together and both can help each other instead of guessing. In a way, guessing is not fun because 
it can bring frustration. And looking at it from another perspective, if you don't know what you want, how can your partner know how to please you? If you wish to see the list of needs, I will put the link into the blog post. One challenge you may have is admitting you have needs. This is not something that is always discussed. And to some, it might be even taboo. You know, if you go around with a list of needs, you may sound needy. The difference between being needy and searching for yourself resides in how you go about it. You are either causing more drama around you or you are addressing your new insights from a place of curiosity and willingness to be a better version of yourself. What we tend to follow is what goes on TV. Let's say you are listening to a soap show where there's so much drama. Next thing, you listen to a commercial suggesting to talking to your doctor about this type of medication if you feel certain symptoms. The thing is, if you take the time to figure out what your needs are and how you could go about meeting them, maybe you would not need to go to the doctor in the first place. I believe the reason why we have particular sickness is because our needs are not met. We have unaddressed feelings stifled in for so long. We may not even remember about those feelings until they surface up in other ways. Another thing that I want to address as a woman, well, I cannot speak for all the women, so I'm going to speak for myself. I was raised with the belief that men are supposed to know, that men have the right answer. I learned it's not always the case. Men don't always know, and they certainly cannot read our mind. But they do want to please us. They do mean well, and they will want the specific, like which brand do you want? So be specific with them. Just give them space and don't roll your eyes when they ask. Just understand that when they ask, they want to do well and they truly want to help. I came across a book called Conscious Living, The Journey to Co-Commitment by Gay Hendricks. And I strongly recommend for you to read it if you wish to go in depth in discovering your true happiness. In the book, Gay mentions, quote, Learning to know what you want is an important part of moving towards co-commitment. Beneath all our feelings, and certainly beneath all our complaints, are things that we want. There is as much a, of a conspiracy against figuring out what we want as there is against knowing how we feel. People who know what they want are not easily manipulated. And as we have pointed out, many of society's institutions have a strong interest in manipulating you, end quote. What Gay says is correct, and he adds, quote, People who know what they want are not easily manipulated. Learning to distinguish your feelings from other swirling masses of information in your body is certainly one of the major steps towards psychological maturity, end quote. As I've been discussing in several episodes, many of us do wish to be happy, but we choose to numb our feelings and look in the wrong places. Happiness starts inside us. That is, if we are willing to shine the light on our shadowy parts. When we choose to abdicate our power to others or delegate our spouse to do the thinking and the feeling, codependence will occur. 
Codependence does not create relationships. It creates entanglement and drama. The thing is, we assume this is a normal way of being. We've learned that from our parents, and they've learned it from their parents themselves, not knowing any better. Our ancestors lived the best they could at the time. We are now seeking more fulfillment and abundance in our heart. The thing is, it's our unconscious mind that drives our behaviors. If we want to be happy now, we need to dig inside and see what stops us from achieving our goals. Gay explains in his book how a true relationship should look like by saying, A co-committed relationship is one in which two or more people support each other in being whole, complete individuals. The commitment is to going all the way, to letting the relationship be the catalyst for the individuals to express their full potential and creativity. In a co-committed relationship between two people, each takes 100% responsibility for his or her life and for the results each creates. There is no victims in co-committed relationships. In fact, victimhood is impossible when both people are willing to acknowledge that they are the cause of what happens to them. There is little conflict because neither person plays the accusatory victim role. With the energy safe through lessened conflict, both people are free to express more creativity. Co-commitment leads to the ultimate reward in close relationships, co-creativity. Identifying our list of needs is one of them. Having the guts to tell the truth and admitting what our needs are is a little bit more challenging, yet required in order to be responsible for your happiness. How can you be happy if you cannot be open about your desires? Why it's so difficult to bring our needs into the open is because of what we have experienced as a small child. It may be that you said something that came from the heart only to be laughed at, or you got punished for saying such a thing. You've picked up that saying the truth equal pain. In short, we learn to restrain from the truth, and gradually we let go of our feelings, not admitting that they are important. Over time, the biggest challenge you may have is allowing to be truthful with yourself. After all, you are a feeling being, your feeling, your truth. Gay illustrates this issue very well in his book. Quote, a husband and a wife were in therapy. The wife says, I've been feeling confused and depressed. The husband responded, no, you haven't. End of quote. The lady is experiencing something, and yet she's denied her own experience because it doesn't fit with the man's view. He wishes to control what she should be feeling. Giving yourself permission to speak your own truth and allowing to feel your emotions will bring you into your zone of happiness. I'm going to share with you this. When I realized my happiness depended on me, and gave myself permission to feel my feelings, it freed me from such a burden. And in doing so, 
It opened my sexual feeling in such a way I've never experienced before. This sexual urge could not be satisfied physically. It drove me to the wall. It was like a burning volcano inside. This fire could not be contained. The good thing is sex energy is a very strong and powerful motivator. The gift comes when you accept the feeling rather than suppressing it, embracing it and let it flow through until completion. Never to judge your feeling as being wrong, as it's not wrong. We are sexual being. The thing is, for so many of us, we have been taught that sex is bad, dirty, gross or whatever. It is not so. Sexual energy is normal. And when you harness its power and channel it creatively, as in supposed to seeking sexual pleasure in the wrong places, it becomes your best source of inspiration and energy. It's this sexual energy that gave me the strength to get up every morning and exercise and lose the weight I wanted to lose for over five years. It's with this energy that I mustered the courage to leave. Your task is to figure out what are your needs so that you can channel that beautiful energy into something with deeper meaning for you. In my case, I feel the gift came from a spiritual connection with the universe. It got triggered when I suddenly tap into having faith and belief in myself and having gratitude towards the people who were helping me seeing clearly. In his book, Gay explains it this way. When you can break through your approval and control programming, there is a natural organic spiritual essence within you that can be consciously experienced. As long as we try to control ourselves and others, that spiritual essence is obscured. When we wake up and start loving ourselves, we claim a divine right. In conclusion to this episode, what I want to share with you is that it is your responsibility to look into yourself and discover your self-love. One way to figure it out is by knowing what your needs are. You have all the rights in the world to ask what you want in life. Where the challenge comes is you have to be willing to do the work yourself as nobody else can do it for you. Another thing also, when feelings arise, and even the negative feelings like sadness, fear, anger, guilt, hurt, give yourself permission to feel them. Just like a storm, allow them to come through you and let it go its full cycle and be with it and love it. Love it and accept that it's there for a reason. And if you're capable of diving even deeper, ask where that come from. I believe that at the core of that feeling, there is a need that has not been met. And that is why it's important to look into your needs, because it helps you understand what your body expects of you. In doing this, it may prevent you from having a lot of aggravation with your spouse or with your partner. The key here is to be happy and to love yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me at this email address, ask 
at nadiafleury.com. It's spelled A-S-K at N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y dot com. 